everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Okay, we're back on Mr.'s Irrelevant, technically Brooklyn Rebound podcast, but football edition. I set it up every week. I do a bad job every week, so let's continue in that tradition. It's your boy, Padrew, a.k.a. Drew. Of course, I'm chilling with my, my man, E-Nam, a.k.a. Eric. What's up, Eric? Hey, man, I'm back. Security uh, security keeps letting me in for some reason, so figured I'd see what's up. Yeah, I was going to fire my security team, but I figured... Christmas is coming up in, that, in the not-too-distant future. Now they got families, Feel bad man. for the families. Yeah. So I'll just let you be on the podcast from now on, honestly. All right, all right. If you're going to just keep getting through them every day. Seems likely. No, I mean, maybe I should hire some new people, but who wants to do all that work? Well, anyway, we're going to talk picks, of course. We're still waiting for Padnam, a.k.a. Nam, to get in here and uh, join us, but... Well, I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, what's but, up, uh, man? I have a note. Uh, got it delivered express... And uh, well, I don't know, a, I think you should read it. A note for me that was delivered yes, when sir, I was Yes, addressed to, to, to Pod Drew. Well, that's weird. Um, all right, well, thanks for bringing that in, uh, Cheesehead Marvin. No problem. Of course, you you guys don't remember you from a previous episode, I believe we the, talked to NFC. Yeah, the NFC North. North. Well, let me see what this, uh, if you don't mind hanging out for a second, maybe I have a return uh, message. Dear Mr.'s Irrelevant Nation... It has come to my attention that the NFL is full of malarkey with patriarchy and hawks battling balls, doggone Steeler QBs. Well, the, the grammar and syntax of this is already <laughs> terrible, so I think I have a feeling I know who this is from, but it goes on to say, Ravens who hate rice and browns that are the color of shit. Well, that's uncalled for, but... Aside from Bengals having the best name in professional sports, I hate all things football-related, and I'm officially taking a leave of absence from commenting on anything football-related. And we've got a parenthesis that says, To clarify, I will still comment on football-related matters, but never football. Huh. There are too many hypo- hypocrisies in the NFL, and too many good fantasy teams have died due to caring about this blood sport. We are all tools in Goodell's book, and all of you listeners should wake up and take the red pill. And remember, I am off. All I'm offering is the truth and nothing more. Hashtag Long Live Bill Simmons. Okay, normally you don't see <laughs> hashtags in written letters, but that's interesting. Forever a truther, Padnam. Okay, so I figured it was from him. I was correct. Well, this is distressing news. That's brutal. That that's big news, man. Uh... Padnam is taking a leave of absence from all things football-related, including this podcast, apparently, which... Does that mean he's abandoning the Cowboys as well? It seems like he would have to, based on what he said in the letter there. I don't know. I think That's the Cowboys he... abandoned him. You think so? Yeah. Seems like a little bit of being a fair-weather fan, if you ask me. He's a bandwagon. Well, yeah, normally yeah, you're like a fair-weather fan to, to like something in a sports or team or something, but now it sounds like he's just being a fair-weather fan to the whole sport of football in general. 
He just cleared the whole risk board. <laughs> Knocked the board over. Well, Marvin, why don't you just, I mean, do you want to just hang out then? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm free. I'm just delivering messages. Out. Yeah, I, I see you have some more messages to deliver there, but just, you can wait you know, for 40 minutes or so. Yeah, why not? They can wait on their message. Well, Let's hang out. This would be good because, honestly, uh, when Anam was here, he never defeated me in the first three weeks. Last week, we had E Nam step in and um, try to do his picks for him, and I ended up still winning 3-2 to two on our differences, so I won week four again. So I'm undefeated on the year. It's week five. This is getting sad for my competitors. I I'm tried, starting man. to feel bad. <laughs> I know you tried, but not hard enough, so I think if Martin makes his picks as well, maybe you guys can take me down this week. And of course, chance. even though Nam apparently is sending letters saying he's disassociating with football, that doesn't mean he's getting out of our, our year-long competition that whoever wins more weeks gives the other person uh, 12 Buffalo Wild Wings of their choosing, any flavor. That is still going to happen. So if you guys don't step in and have him start winning some weeks, it's going to happen to him. The stakes are pretty high. It's not going to be pretty Yeah, we got we to gotta save him, man. The stakes are pretty high. So we're having a triple threat match, huh? What's up? Triple threat match. Uh, like in boxing? No, man. Lord, what is this, Marvin? Triple threat uh, match. So the champion, Padre, is going up against us, the challengers, E, Nam, and Cheesehead Marv. And essentially, the champion doesn't necessarily have to get pinned to lose his title. So if I beat you, I'll okay. become the champion. So that's how it's going to work. Okay. So, okay. so basically, if I, to continue winning a week, I'm going to have to, at least for this week, I'm going to have to beat both of you. Yes, correct. Okay. This is good you're replacing Nam because normally he's... Padnam is normally one dropping all these wrestling references that I don't get. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll so I needed someone to pick up this. <laughs> so is this week also scripted or? Uh, no, no scripts. This okay, week. okay, no scripts, no scripts. I told you, no, don't bring up the scripts. Naturally, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, let's just do only. Fame only. <laughs> All right. Let's do a quick re- week four recap on those differences. So I, again, I won. I I didn't come through on what which ones was it? I took an upset on the the bill. I mean, rather the Finns in London. The Jets did end up winning, which you had that one right, Eric. You also had right over me the. Oh, I took your uh, your Cowboys on the upset. That did not go down. You rightly uh, knew that they would blow it to the Saints. <laughs> Thank you, Percy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, go back. and li- Even if you maybe you don't want to go back and listen to week four picks, you know what happened already. But if you didn't listen to it, fast forward to the end of the episode because we did have a, a very interesting interview with Got Percy uh, Miller. Yeah. Who I didn't realize at the time was the rapper Master P. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, was a curveball for me, too. He had some very interesting news about Drew Brees and his strip club activities. That I, I have think not seen that reported by the mainstream media. It, was, uh, it still hasn't come out even after our interviews. So. Sounds like we broke that. He, he has a good publicist in yeah. there. I'm going to have to go back down. and listen to that. Yes, yeah, she's said, Mark, please, please do that. I Next will. time you're out delivering messages, just throw that I, I just, I'm so busy delivering messages nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's getting, you know, oh, well. it's tiresome. But anyway, I rightly took uh, the Bears. I knew that the Raiders wouldn't win two games <laughs> in a row on the road. So I got you on that one, Eric. I got the uh, Bengals over. You took the Chiefs on the minor upset. That didn't go through. And you took the Vikings on, on a bigger upset. And that didn't go through against the Broncos. So, uh, so close. That's just a recap since we didn't have a mini pod this week. But why don't we just move on to week five unless you guys want to report it. I mean, do you want to to talk about the Cowboys anymore? I mean, we can do it when we get to the game. But do you have anything to add? 
The only thing I have to say about the Cowboys is that with our season looking like a wash, I'm, I'm rooting for chaos now. I want I want as much bonkers shit to happen as can possibly happen. I want this to be the strangest season in NFL history. Not just the Cowboys, the Cowboys, Cowboys for everyone. Yeah, for everyone, for everyone. Injuries, suspensions, whatever has to happen. And you're calling it a wash already, only uh, two and two. Listen, we've got Brandon Whedon quarterbacking for at least six more games. It's not going to happen. Well, that's probably the smart bet, but you know. You never know. That division yeah, you know. is terrible. Division is trash. If, if, listen, if the chaos can bring the Cowboys back to the top of the division, I'll be fine with that. Honestly, the hometown uh, Giants, of course, were in New York. They really blew it because they could be in such great shape with the division right now yeah. if they wouldn't have blown those two first games at the end there. Yeah, clock management. Tom Coughlin got to go. They I'll really take. should be 4 0, but I mean. I still don't think they're too good, so... They're not, but no one, I don't know what it is in that division. Do you want to update anyone on your Packers, uh, Cheesehead Mar? So, 4-0, better than I expected, even, and I'm, I, w- I picked them to go 11-5, 4-0, so everything's rolling on all cylinders. We're, we did lose Devontae Adams for a little bit. Had he been doing much this year? Because I didn't really notice. No, he hadn't. His name that he, he, got, he got hurt uh, first game of the year, pretty much. James Jones came in and stepped in, and... Pretty much hasn't then, missed a beat. Yeah, him and Rodgers just have that connection. Yeah, so, and the defense um, is even looking pretty good, so. Yeah. I think when you previewed the team, you said that was going to be the concern, and I believe I agreed with you, but. Yeah, uh, we stopped, so uh, we stopped the run. Uh, when we played Seattle, we, we did a good job containing Lynch and, and Wilson, and then uh, our old nemesis, Colin Kaepernick. And I, I just think he sucks to everyone now, because he used to be just good against the Packers, but we stopped him. I don't know if that has to do with us, or just he's terrible. And I I had the theory that, I still thought the Packers would win that game, obviously we both picked them, me and Eric both picked them, but because I knew that that Cap did so well against the Packers, I thought maybe they would at least cover the spread in that one, which was like seven or something like that, seven and a half maybe. But no, not even close, they got wiped out. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That theory's out the window. Kaepernick, maybe he's just... Well, we can talk about him some more when we get to the Niners matchup this week. Right, so just to be right. clear, uh, these picks, not against the spread. These just... are straight up. Okay, sounds good. Unless you want to make it harder just for yourself, but I don't know. That might complicate things too much. Do you have a wrestling analogy for that where uh... one of the three does something different? Or... <laughs> no, my no, too, too much right now. I'll definitely go with the straight up, make it easier on myself. I'll play the heel role and, and try to just sneak my way into a win. Do you have intro music, or are we just starting? I think we're just going to start. Okay. Maybe yeah. I can add that in. Maybe I can add that in later. <laughs> sure. And post, as they say. It's Wednesday currently. Let's talk about tomorrow's Thursday match. The Colts at the Texans. We're going AFC South, the pretty pathetic AFC South. I know you said the <laughs> NFC East is bad, but I'd say this is worse, and maybe expectedly so. But what are we thinking uh, on this matchup? Uh, let's start with you, uh, Ian. Um, well, uh, I was sort of writing um, Ryan Mallett and Cecil Shorts, sort of getting... Why do you love Cecil Shorts so much? His name is Cecil Shorts the Third. Uh, it's <laughs> clearly by far the best name in the NFL, and also he saved two, two fantasy seasons of mine in a row. I just have that personal connection with him. Uh, that's, that's my, uh, my whiteout. Why doesn't your fantasy name, at least in the league we're in together, your fantasy name doesn't have Shorts in there, does it? No, not this year. Should have worked to somehow. This year, I should have. I sort of... Could, Abandoned Cecil Shorts this year, and uh, not surprisingly, I'm doing poorly. So I might have to pick him up now. No, that's what happens. But they uh, they benched Mallet, so uh, I got no faith in the Texans. Even with luck, only probable. Uh, I got to go with the Colts. Okay. What do you think, uh, Mark? 
Well, the Texans do have Aaron Foster back. He's healthy. He got a week under his belt. He was out there last week. He looked a little rusty, but, you know, I'm sure it was a full week of practice and actually getting in-game reps as he did last week. Not many, but some. And he'll look good. With that said, I still can't pick the Texans because they're the Texans. Um, Andrew Luck probably is going to play. That's what they're saying. Uh, it's a shoulder issue. I have him on one of my fantasy teams, and it's been very frustrating because we all thought Andrew Luck was going to come in and set the world on fire. With that said... The Colts haven't lost a division game in a couple years. They've won 15 straight division games. I think that extends, and they're going to win another one. I got the Colts. Okay, so you're both going Colts. Now, are we positive that Andrew Luck is going to play tomorrow? Because obviously he didn't play this past weekend. Well, they're saying they're confident that he will play. They said that last week, right. and he didn't. So I would just, it's a game time decision. I would just, you know, if you have my fantasy team, keep an eye out. Yeah, you don't want to get hassled back again uh, exactly. in this short order. It's just not <laughs> exactly. even a full week to recover from the last hassle back. years game. old. Well, he's hurt too. I, oh, I hear really? he's sick or something like oh. that. I just read. So <laughs> Who's I, I, their third string? He's ill. Josh <laughs> Johnson. Oh, did they just like sign him? They just like, got him back. Okay, well, that's not going to. All right, well. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm hesitant to pick the Texans as well. Like you guys didn't want to do, but they really looked bad last week until Hoyer came in and started doing a little better for them, but the game was out of hand. I'm going to still take them on the minor upset here. Now, if they don't pull through this week for me, I might not even take them again the rest of the year, but <laughs> hey, I want to I get a start off on a good difference, make this even more exciting. Me, Brian Hoyer, obviously everyone knows he's not great or even good really, but He's just coming in and running to prove himself from being re- restarting again after the quick hook he got at the beginning of the year. He has been known to win a game from time to time in my experience, especially like a tough division opponent. The Colts haven't looked good this year at all. They, can, they barely beat the Jags last week. It took them a lot. I know they, they had, didn't have luck, but still, um, maybe luck still is, is hurting a little bit or what have you. Just I'm, I'm taking the upset, yeah. All right. That's, that's pretty bold. Up. That's pretty bold. I got another bold one for you for this game. Uh, the corpse of Andre Johnson. He's been uh, kind of on the field sometimes, I think. I think Ish. I saw him once or twice. I say he's going to score against his former team this week, and he shows up finally in the 2015 a, season. A Barrett Sandarian situation on our hands. Do you guys watch, watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, all the time. That one went way over my head, sir. That's more of my reference. <laughs> it's a television program. Scott oh, comes back from the dead, and uh, although he just gets... Normally, when he comes back from the dead, he just gets killed again a lot. So yeah, but he keeps coming back. So I'll say Johnson will come back, and it looks like he's gonna come for the touchdown. He's alive. I, I think so. And then he's gonna blow it. If, if he can't score against his former team, man, he just he should retire midseason and just save all of us in uh, fa- fantasy purgatory. Because I have Andre Johnson on my team as well. Brutal. All right, so let's get to the the early games or the one p.m. Eastern games Sunday. There's eight of them again. We talked about this last week. You know, we like it when didn't we talk about this? We like it when there's less yeah, yeah games yeah. in this hour. Like complicates things with red zone, or especially if your team's on, you can't pay attention as much. And I liked this past weekend when there was a, the nine a.m. game. That East was Coast. awesome. Yeah, that, that was great. Sure. Why don't they do that? I wish they would just do that every week. They don't have to go to London or whatever. Just have a early game. <laughs> Every week, hey just guys, one game, and we gotta wake up at six today. Makes football yeah, last night. Just start one of the East Coast games early, so we get everybody on track. Well, yeah, imagine just living on the West Coast and having all of the games start at ten thirty in the morning. That sounds like my personal, like my actual hell. Hell. Yeah. I don't. I, I used. I, think I would love it. I would used to not like that, like especially college, everything, like going out 
drinking, you want to sleep in. But nowadays, I get up earlier anyway. Honestly, like I would, I don't know if I'd really mind it as much. Yeah, you enough. drink earlier. Um, you watch football earlier. Yeah, why not start drinking earlier? Okay, that's the key. That's, that's the key. old right. that one, huh? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, then you start drinking earlier on the Sunday, and then you're not as hungover on Monday morning. For sure. If I can get a beer out of it, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm behind this 100%. All right, well, let's start a petition, but in the meantime, we have to deal with it. Let's talk Washington Bullets at Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Who's up? So let's go around. Marv, you can start this one. All right, so the Washington... Uh, the Bullets, yes. On this, the Bullets, the Skins. On this uh, podcast. Uh, well, here, I don't know. Maybe we should have a quick... Sorry to cut you off. Maybe we should have a quick talk about this since Anam, Podnam is apparently dishing this podcast. Derelation of duty. He's like abandoning us here at Mr. Irrelevant, at least for the time being. He was the one who didn't want to use the term Redskins in the first place, so we came up with the name uh, to call him the Bullets. Should we continue in his tradition? I think, A, because there's a man down, R.I.P. Podnam, we should continue the tradition. Also, B, because it's a horrible name, we shouldn't say it. And I do kind of like using Washington Bullets, which is the name that the basketball team should Feels nice. Up. Yeah, sure. Right. All right. I don't, I don't mind that. I, I always just call them the skins. Like, you know, shirts versus skins. Because, I don't know, there's just, they're, they're terrible. The, the skins, they suck. So. That's our second petition to the league then. <laughs> the uh, Redskins always playing skins with just like the, uh, the bare bones. Yeah. Oh, you want to go over this. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, they gotta wear the pads. It might work for them. <laughs> well, what do you think, Dan? So with that prediction, Atlanta's looking really strong. Devontae Freeman is lighting the world on fire. Oh, starting them on every fantasy team. Exactly. Year. They're 4-0. They have one of the easiest schedules. I remember what happened the last time the Falcons had a really easy schedule. They went ahead and, and uh, got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I'm picking the Falcons, and I got them going 5-0. I'm going to agree with you. We don't think we have to talk about this one too much. Uh, I still kind of doubted them throughout the first couple weeks of the season. I thought maybe they would, they're getting some good matchups, they're getting lucky here and there, that they would fall back down. But at this point, I mean, this might not even be the time to bring up this point because I would pick them anyway against a bad team like Washington. But even if they were playing a tougher opponent, I do, I'm starting to believe in them more at this point. So, yeah, I'll go Falcons. I've got Atlanta as well. There is no way, even if D'Angelo Hall were healthy, that no the Bullets can cover. Bullets right now. No, no. Keeping those in the chamber. There's no way they can cover Julio Jones, and there's no way that they're going to move the ball consistently against that revitalized uh, Falcon secondary. Well, they, they might be able to run the ball. That's what the Skins do best, or the Bullets, sorry. I don't know. I, I just feel like the Falcons, they're, they're, their offense is rolling on all cylinders. Ugh. Yeah, I got the Falcons. Okay. Let's... Talk about the uh, Seahawks going into Cincinnati. The the lucky to be two and two Seahawks. Um, yeah, we didn't get really into this whole controversy. That home maybe, cooking once again. Maybe we should do mm-hmm. talk about that for a hot second. So, what happened exactly? The Lions were driving on Monday night to take the lead, uh, like, like a minute left in the game, or like two minutes or so. Calvin Johnson's going to cross the plane. Cam Chancellor comes from behind and slaps it out and fumbles at the back of the end zone. Punches it out. Yeah, punches he punched it. it. Style. Yeah, he, right. he punched the crap out of that ball. Yes, close fist punch slap is their own terminology, I guess. And then what is the controversy here? But another Not player the on the Seahawks ball. swatted the ball out the back of the end zone that's so the okay, Lions couldn't just sense. recover, and that's an illegal maneuver. On purpose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... The, the play was a great play, and that's what I feel people are kind of missing here. It was an amazing play. With that said, K.J. Wright, who was a linebacker 
I believe, who batted it out of so. the end zone. He could have just laid on the ball, and, and they get the same th- the same thing happens, and then this isn't the controversy. What he did was he literally smacked the ball out of bounds. He slapped it. That's that's the that's right. where he, that's where he, he slapped the ball out of bounds right in front of the ref, uh, the official, the ref. And when you're doing that on purpose, it should go back to the team who last had possession. And that was the Lions. And where would they get the possession? On the half-yard line? On the half-yard okay. line, yes. It, it, it's a 10-yard penalty and, and an automatic first down. But because they were already at the one, it would go up to the six-inch uh, line. Right. And that's where they should have had the ball. And you never know what could have happened there. But safe to say they at least would have tied the game. But So the main takeaway there is, other than the refs you know, not getting it right, the main takeaway to me is that the Seahawks season is like... Somewhat saved there. If they're one and three and going into four and zero, Cincinnati this week, and they're in all kinds of trouble to even make the playoffs at all. Now, even if they take the loss here, they still have some hope. Two and three, it's not what they want. Yeah. But, but uh, so I guess it's my turn to pick first on this one. Now this is a tougher one. This is a tough game. Might be the best game of the week. To be I, honest. I would say that. Look at it. Yeah, but this should be the Monday night game instead. Well, I guess they don't do back-to-back Monday night games, but I'd rather have this than Pittsburgh at San Diego. Or, I'd rather have this uh, as a Sunday night. Or even the Thursday or the Sunday night. Yeah, all these games. Yeah. <laughs> the seven Niners at Giants isn't good either. So It's going to be a trash fire. Yeah, I it mean, sure is. It's going to be, I guess we'll talk about when we get to it, but sidebar to the Sunday night game, what are we going to see more of? Uh, Colin Kaepernick pick sixes or... Different shades of red that Coughlin's face will turn. <laughs> well, it isn't cold enough yet. That's I'm a good point. Enough, yeah. That's a good point, Marum. So I'll probably take it. If we're betting on this one, probably go cap pick sixes. Do you think Eli and Kaepernick have some kind of side bet where they're in a pick six contest instead of actually playing the game? I don't know, man. The new Eli hasn't. He's thrown one pick this year. The new Eli. He's the new Eli. You know why? Because Ben McAdoo is their offensive coordinator. And where did he come from? Green Bay. It all leads back to that. It all just comes back to the Packers, man. All right, but that's a, a sad tracking. We're talking if the Bengals are going to get to 5-0. and And as much as I don't like to say it, I, I'm going to take them to go 5-0. and The Seahawks should honestly, it seems like they should be 1-3. They don't seem to be as good this year. Their offense is pretty stagnant for the most part. They're not integrating Jimmy Graham well. Bengals have one of the better home field advantages, it seems like, over the past few years, a decade, what have you. And the and, best name. Uh, the best name, according to uh, Padnam. That's for different reasons <laughs> that he says that. And, yeah, at some point I feel like the Bengals are always going to bungle somehow, but maybe not this week. Or maybe this week, and I'll be wrong, but I'm taking them. Uh, so, as... Cool as it is that the Bengals of all teams are 4-0 right now, and their, their defense is playing really well, which would be a problem uh, for Seattle since uh, even the Lions were able to sack Wilson like five times last last week. Something like that. The Bengals also haven't played a defense all season that I really trust. Uh, I'm going to take a, in a low-scoring game, I would imagine. Uh, you don't I'll trust the Chiefs defense at all last week? Uh, didn't look like it, no. I wouldn't either. Their, their secondary is terrible. Yeah. Okay, so you're taking, you are taking Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle on the strength of that defense. Marv, are you going to team up again with Enum and uh, and tag team this one against me, or are you going to be on my side this time? Padre, you're great, man. But uh, I think I'm. But I agree with you. Good way to say that. Okay. I, I think I'm. I think I'm teaming up with uh, E here because. Uh, 
right. I, I don't know. Seattle, they, I just, I guess I'm buying into the Kool-Aid. They, once they get something that goes their way, they always know how to take advantage of it. That call might change their whole season around. Got Cam Chancellor back again. Lynch might play this week. He better play. I just feel that they'll find a way to pull it out. They'll make Andy Dahl make a mistake. Mm-hmm. He hasn't made many this year, surprisingly. He's about to do. But, yeah, right? If he's going to do it, it's going to be against well, his defense. Well, when he does it, so I think it, it helps Dalton the fact that this is one of these 1 o'clock games where he normally does better, not in the spotlight. When it's the playoffs, when it's Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, that's when he starts making the most mistakes. Right. They can be more anonymous in these early games at home, Seattle coming in from the West Coast. I don't know. You might be right, but I'm all going right. with the Seahawks this week. Ultimately, I hope you guys are right because I'm sick of these bungles, but all right. I hope I'm wrong, actually. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sick and tired of the Seahawks. Boy, I, not to say I like them that much either, but nah, if I had to pick. Well, let's move on to, she said, Marv's favorite team. The Tennessee Titans. <laughs> uh, no, we got the <clears throat> what Rams those? going into uh, into Green Bay. Eric, it's your turn to go first on this one. But before we, we get your opinion here, Mark, do you have any a special insight into this Rams matchup, being your Packers fan? This week, they brought up Jared Aberderis from the practice squad to our 53-man roster. He was drafted in the seventh round. He's really good. He's from Wisconsin. Uh, he's really fast. He's a wide, another wide receiver. I figure that he probably won't get too much burn, but it is uh, you know, something to make note of. Okay. What that just shows me is that they'll probably give Devontae Adams another week off. With that said, everything seems to be rolling on all cylinders on offense. To be honest, St. Louis's line does scare me a little bit. The Niners, the one thing that they did well last week against the Packers was they did pressure Aaron Rodgers. That was surprising to me because... The Niners have lost a lot of pieces on defense, but they did get to Aaron. And if one team, if there's one team in the NFL that could get to him, it's the St. Louis Rams because that their line is insane. Considered to be maybe the best in right. the league. Right. So what does that insight tell you, Ian? Um, uh, that line is so sick in St. Louis, and they did exactly what I thought that they would do. Even though I picked against them last week, they just compobulated that uh, that Cardinals air game. Although. Packers offense isn't so much predicated on long passes. It's mostly when Aaron Rodgers is pressured that he just ends up finding a guy like that. They throw sort of a reasonable, a reasonably length pass most of the time. But there's no reason to pick against the Packers until they've proven to me that they can lose a football game in 2015. Uh, Fair enough. I just don't. I mean, you got to go with Aaron Rodgers on this one, right? Do you agree then with your boys? Uh, yeah, definitely do. Uh, it is going to be a tough matchup. I would say uh, it's going to be closer than people think. Uh, the Rams are good defense; they're formidable. Uh, but if you could sustain the pass rush, then there's no reason why Aaron can't pick apart their secondary. Secondary isn't that good. Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown a pick at home since 2012. And can the Rams score on the, on the improved Packers D's? Well, Todd Gurley's back, so. You know, back for the first time. He, yeah, exactly. He 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 showed up last week, man. He showed out. He had a great game against the Cardinals, who have a good run defense. I think the Rams will score a little bit, but when it's either Aaron Rodgers or Nick Foles, I'm going Aaron Rodgers every time. So I'm going the Packers. Yeah, I think pretty much. I mean, if anyone doesn't take Rodgers over Foles in this matchup, 
uh, <laughs> you might be worse at picks than Pod Nam himself. <laughs> yeah, Maybe so. if the game was in St. Louis, but I don't know. The Packers just this year, man, our home field advantage is legit. Yeah, I'm taking the pack too. I mean, the home field advantage always seems to be legit there for the most part that I can remember. But the main reason I'm taking the Packers against the Rams here is last time I checked, the Packers weren't in the NFC West, right? Not wrong about right, that. Right, right. Uh, last time I also checked, the Rams can't beat any team that's not apparently in the NFC West. That is, that yeah. is also so the case. That's all that I really need, I know. And now you're up first to pick again, uh, CHM. Bills at your second favorite team, the Titans. The Titans, all right. I'm going to go, this is in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. This is tough. This is a tough game. Do like Marcus Mariota. It's so good. With that said, I'm going Buffalo. The reason for that pick, you know, Buffalo got picked apart by Tom Brady, their secondary. Eli, he had a decent game. I mean, he got picked off for the first time this year against Buffalo's secondary. I just feel like their offense wasn't able to find, to sink in that game. I don't feel it was a defensive problem. I think their secondary will be able to take advantage of Mariota being a rookie and everything. And I think the offense will be good enough to bring it home. I got the Bills in this. Okay. I watched most of that Giants-Bills game last week. I did notice a couple problems with the Bills, like at least in terms of for the first time this year in general, it seems like the Bills were getting up more over the air uh, or just more big plays, really. Like there was that one play to the Giants Gen- running back. Jennings. What was it? Uh, Jennings, yeah. With a missed tackle and then bad positioning. So maybe they're not as good as we think, even though they're still pretty good. I'm still going with the Bills here because I just think they're the better team than the Titans, but... They are kind of up and down, and I do feel like the Titans are going to get a couple surprising games this season, or at least one or two, maybe. I also like Mariota. I will just roll with the Bills. Are you going to jump on the Bills train, Eric? You know, it's been a little boring so far. Uh, I was actually going to pick the Bills on the strength of that defense, I think, any time. This podcast has been boring so far. No, no, no. Just we all keep picking the same teams. I am going to throw some elbows and create some space between us. I think even though I I generally want to trust the Rex Ryan defense, especially with that front four that they had excellent in Buffalo when he got there against a rookie quarterback that could be a problem but uh in order to uh make things a little more interesting for the side bet that we've got going on these picks I am going to go with Mariota I think even if it's garbage time maybe a comeback he does have that scrambling ability and uh those those guys are somehow open just like we uh just talked about with Rodgers maybe we could see another one or two of those big plays uh, broken plays chaos. against the Bills Eric chaos and chaos, man. Ruining days. The chaos here. Chaos theory starts. <laughs> right, right, right. What's the craziest thing that could happen in this game where the Titans would win to go with your whole chaos theory? The craziest thing that could happen, Mariota throws an interception. That interception is fumbled by the uh, Bills D-back that is running it back. Mariota picks it up and runs it 80 yards for a touchdown. That's, you don't normally that's see that where the quarterback throws an interception and then somehow scores a touch, picks up a fumble, and runs it. Right, right. A fast guy like Mariota, though, I think I think if it's got to happen one time in history, that's going to be today. Okay. I week. bet it's happened one time in history, to be honest. But, yeah, probably not too much. Well, all right. We have had some differences so far out of the five games so far we've done. But this is the first time you're you're breaking up the tag team with, with Mar over there. Right, right, right. Being your own man on that one. Well, let's get to it. I'm up to pick first. Let's talk about my Browns versus the old Browns, the Dirty Bird Ravens. (laughs) Uh, I didn't really update on my team, even though I asked you guys for an update on yours or a recap. So all I have is, I've got a list right here of things more depressing than being a Browns fan. Okay. 
uh, 1 through 10, and I'll recite those for you right now. <clears throat> okay, that's it. There's nothing. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's, nothing a, that's a pretty legit list. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. 10 right there. Yeah. Of course, they blew it at the end of the game. At least a chance to take it to overtime against the Chargers with um, the penalty on a field goal that was missed. Re-kicked. Well, too much. Josh McCown actually played well in that game. But uh, it is a Josh McCown thing to do to, to play well and still lose in the shootout. So uh, even though it wasn't really his fault, but most of the defense is fault for sucking, giving up huge plays. So the Ravens don't look very good either. They were pretty lucky not to be on for themselves with some poor moves by Tomlin and, and poor play by the Steelers, that, uh, especially Josh Scobie that resulted in them blowing that game last week on Thursday to the, the Ravens. It's kind of a tough one because of that. I'm going to take the Ravens because they're at home and because wow. they just they own Cleveland usually. Even though I don't think this, uh, they're very good, and I don't really think they're better than the Browns, honestly. But just because of uh, history and because of moment, whatever, I'll take them. I am a little shocked. I'm too. a little startled. Yeah. Too. And you know why not? Hedge my bets here. If the Browns do win, then I'll still be happy, obviously. <laughs> Skip Bayless pick, huh? <laughs> Is that what he normally does? I guess so. I, I stopped watching that stuff. Yeah, you would also have to first deliver some horseshit analysis and yeah. then make a weird pick. I don't get how people can watch that show because it's Skip Bayless versus Stephen A. Smith. Like it's like Alien versus Predator. Like, whatever. <laughs> we all lose. Like they're both idiots. I don't know. Yeah. Um, people mostly hate watch that show. At this yeah, point. That's I guess. Is, yeah. I guess at this point. Well, are you guys more optimistic for my brownies? Let's start with you, Eric. No. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Was it yeah. my list? My list. I just read that. that yeah. Sold it to you today. Yeah, I was trying to think while you were doing that. It's like, no, the Browns have the Browns have some cool stuff going for you. I mean, Duke Johnson and uh, your quarterback still Luke McCown. Uh, Gary Barnage comes out of nowhere as an obscure tight end tag right, two right. good weeks in a row. That's a little strange, but yeah, I mean, uh, if Josh Gordon were back, R.I.P. Maybe, but uh, no, I, I don't see any. What, what does that mean? If he was back, R.I.P. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, <laughs> he's still uh, he's still out there, dead somewhere, dead to the NFL, right? Oh, okay. All right, so you're taking the Ravens, also. Yeah, I, you both are. I have no cha- I, I'm not a chaotic person. I, I'm taking the Ravens as well. No all chaos right, right. here. I just the Browns, man. I don't know. I just why don't you start Johnny Football? What do you have to lose? Just have some fun. Nothing. Just, I mean, they, it's gonna happen. But that's the thing that's even worse about this. Like like I said, McCown played well last game, so it's not like they're even losing because of him right now. And right. when you start Johnny, like they're losing because their defense is sucking mostly. Is Joe Hayden still good? He, he didn't play last week. He was oh, hurt. Really? But is he, he though? He got crushed on a, on a couple of throws the week before that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He had a little problem with Amari Cooper. He had a big problem week one with Brandon Marshall. Here's what I think: like he, he may be slightly overrated just because he's a very popular player. Especially in Cleveland, and the NFL in general is pretty popular and well liked. So he might be a little overrated. Also, he's getting targeted. That he does one-on-one assignments every week now with the the best player on the other team, and with the rules and everything in the NFL, it's always weighted to the receiver or the defense. Sure, so does the row. Revis. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Revis hasn't been like he's good still as well. I don't think he's like. Do you think Revis is the best D back this year in the league so far? Uh. Yeah, I still think so. Yeah, okay. I would still hold him there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put anyone over for him right now. Okay. 
Vontae Davis, another one though. I would say Vontae Davis. Yeah, I like Vontae. The Colts, Davis. anyone who plays the Colts, um, their number one receiver is being shut down. So, but I heard this point. I can't remember who said it. It was one of the announcers on one of the games I was watching. But they're saying they they think it's not really fair that, or it's not good for defensive backs that now in the NFL. It usually is like this, like their best, the best corner is like shadowing the best receiver the whole game, that they should mix it up and not have that one-on-one approach. And then he was saying he thinks the defenses would do better like that, or it's like too much pressure to put on one guy. But I don't know, it's an interesting debate. Um, I mean, especially if you're the guy that gets Brandon Marshall and Amari Cooper, and then later in the season you could get Des Bryant, you could get Calvin Johnson. Like the number of reps you're getting against the guy who's better than the people you should be covering. Well, he's going to get Antonio Brown twice a year. Uh, yeah. he's, and also, Antonio Brown always... I, I don't want to get into this Antonio whole thing Brown now, kills... He's, so yeah. he's great, <laughs> but he also... I won't say cheats, but he uses, like, maneuvers on Hayden, and just in general, like, he always pushes up, does illegal push-offs that never get called on Hayden. Sure, sure. Like, that's how he gets so open all the time, so I do think it's not completely fair, but... Oh, another thing we didn't I didn't mention, but maybe some hope for the Browns here, whether Hayden plays or not, which I think he probably will, but who's not going to play is Steve Smith. Yeah. Their best weapon, really, and... Do they have another weapon? You can line up for them this week at yeah. wide receiver if you like. I'm going to take a train down there and at least try out. You should. Yeah. Uh, at least show up to the game. Be like, be like John, you know, what's yeah, up? Let me, yeah. let me get in here. They'll, they'll <laughs> take you at this point. They have uh, literally known. Who was, they just traded the for name? Gibbons from the Rams. Who is Kamara Aiken? He's a guy on the he's team. He's a, <laughs> a person's name, and then he catches some passes from Did Black he go to high school sometimes. with me? Is that, I don't Maybe. He might have. Uh, that was yeah. Mark Aiken, I think. You're confusing the two. Probably, probably. Yeah, what's this other guy, Campanero or something, this little, little guy? Your guess is as good I as I think mine. he got hurt, too. He did. I don't know if he's going <laughs> to play. He did, because I saw another tweet that was like, uh, yeah. I think it was from a Steelers fan there saying... Uh, I can't believe we're losing to Campanero's yeah. backup right now. <laughs> I think there might be a – that probably is the only wide receiving core that's worse off than than uh, the Carolina Panthers. We're on a bye this week, but the Ravens are terrible. Like on four the, four teams on a bye this week. So maybe there's hope for Cleveland, but we're not, not – none of us want to gamble on that. Let's talk Bears at Chiefs. Bears got their first win. Uh, they're leaving the Lions as only an all-defeated team. You're up, Ehnam, to go first on this one. I picked the Chiefs last week. That you uh, did. They sort of let me down. I forgot that they don't have an offense at all. Do they have enough of an offense to beat Chicago at home? So, this is pretty much the exact opposite situation where the uh, Bengals are a competent team whose defense, defense is playing like stars right now. And I don't know of a single Bears player that I, uh, on the on the defensive side at least, that I would select if I were picking a team from scratch. So uh, this time I am going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's a huge day for Jamal. I think maybe Jeremy Macklin finally does something. He's, uh, he's gone off the last two weeks, actually. Yeah. Yep. He A lot of garbage time stuff against the Packers, but last week he had a decent game. Again, probably some garbage time stuff. Against well, the I need it for fantasy purposes is Kelsey to start picking it up again. I was relying on him heavily in some leagues this year and he's let me down so far. Well that's like the one thing that the Bears actually can stop, so I don't wanna I don't want you to get too excited about it. <sighs> great fantasy great. tight ends. Alright. Are we all taking Chiefs? Yeah we're all taking the Chiefs. Alright, let's not dwell too much on this one. Uh, the lame game. Let's talk Saints Eagles, you're up first then Chiefs had Mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, this is, is, a this, is this is terrible. Saints uh, also got their first one last week. The Saints got their first the win. The Eagles lost again because uh, they stink. They can't get anything happening. Yeah, Sam Bradford had a decent game, 
If, if you put a gun to my head, it's in Philly. I'm putting a gun to your head. There's Washington bullets loaded. <laughs> you saw what those Washington bullets did to these Eagles last week. So The Washington bullets have at least a decent front seven. I don't know the Saints have anything. Mm, not really, e- no. Except Drew Brees. I'm going to go Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to find a way this week. I got the Eagles. I'm going to agree with you that the Eagles will find a way, as you call it. I just can't rely on these Saints at all. It's home or on the road, really. They got lucky against Whedon last week. Not like um, Sam Bradford doesn't particularly look like he's all that better than Whedon, maybe. But no. uh, the Saints, just especially on defense, like you said, they, they don't have it. Rob Ryan can't put together a good unit. Even if he could, he doesn't have the talent on the team. So I, I say they lose. Yeah, I was thinking about trying to make some chaos happen here, but um, this Drew entire is game back. is chaos. Drew Brees is back, but uh, he's back on this team. <laughs> and he was back last week. Huh? Yeah, but. I'm going to stay in y'all's corner on this one with the Eagles. I don't. Someone has to win this game. Yeah, sure. it could have been a tie. You never know. They've got a better <laughs> defense, yeah. This one ends in a tie. Well, it won't matter since we all picked them anyway, but I wonder what we do if a game ends in a tie that we disagree on. I guess we, it just still doesn't count. Or is there some chaos to go into that? Or is there some wrestling Ooh. analogy for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is, uh, what happens when both people get knocked out? A double count out, a double disqualification. So we're all disqualified if a game that we are yeah, exactly. picking against? Yeah, okay. I think that's the one. And you know what? I honestly say with the way the NFL is going this year, if the Saints and Eagles end up tying, let's just disqualify them both from the league. Yeah, we'll no more Saints down. and Eagles games this year. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I, I could go for that. The Saints, for a while, have been my like second favorite team, kind of that route for like my NFC team. But anymore, when they traded Graham and all that, I just can't. And they no Pierre Thomas anymore is one of my favorite guys. They just uh, I can't even really root for them anymore. It seems well. All right, last early game: Jags at Bucks. Another, another. Uh, Save the best for last. Yeah, <laughs> I certainly did this time. I guess it would be. Wait, uh, my turn to go first on this one. Well, let's speed things along here. I, do we really want to analyze this for too long? It's in Tampa. It's in Tampa. Nevertheless, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I don't know. I mean, this this is going to be another bad one. Like we think. I'll just say Jags defense is okay, and maybe Jameis makes some more rookie mistakes and and embarrassingly loses to you, Jacksonville. Yeah, this is going to be a low-scoring, dumb game that uh, I'm not going to watch a single play of. I think classic LSDG. You know it. I think the uh, Bortles is a better quarterback than Jameis, and uh, the Jags have sort of have a defense. There's no reason to pick the Bucks here. Is there something called Bortles and James? Is that like some type of look at or something? Because I'm trying to make a pun here with Bortles and Jameis. Oh, man, that, w- that would have been great. You gotta go back in and drop your joke in in the middle. <laughs> that, joke, that joke is about as great as this game is. Yeah. Do you want to ride with the Bucks? Uh, wait. So you did take the Jets. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you want to defer with us? I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah. It's the first time you're going on. You're on some chaos in there. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, I'm just going. I don't know. I don't really know why. I just like that Doug Martin finally looked alive last week. Chris right. Sims has scored two weeks in a row. Maybe their running game is actually okay. Mike Evans, Vincent Jackson. I think maybe Mike Evans comes off the schneid and does something. I got the books. Okay. Let's move up to the 4 o'clock hour Eastern. Let's talk Cardinals line. Okay. So, yeah, the Cardinals are better than the Lions. Uh, that's not like a hot take or anything. The, the Lions like that corner blitz, and uh, Carson's going to have someone open there. You've got law offices of uh, Fitzgerald, Brown, and Brown. <laughs> going on there. Um, 
There's just not a reason to pick the Lions here, is there? I don't see one, to be honest with you. I'm going cards as well. I think the cards might be one of the best teams in NFC. I don't think the Lions are as bad as 0-5, but in our NFC North preview, I did tell you they would finish in, la- in you know, nearly in last place, mm-hmm. not make the playoffs. So I'm going cards as well. Okay, I'm going cards as well. Lions go to 0-5, and could this be, real quick, let's say, what do we think, another 0-16 season for the Lions? Ooh, who else do they play? Well, they play the, they play the Bears two more, two times. Okay, yeah, they're going to get one against those Bears. How crazy would that be, though, two times in eight years? Yeah, that'll be really sad. Poor, poor Detroit fans. I don't think they'll go 0-16, but they... They go 1-15 and, and beat the Packers? No way, absolutely <laughs> not. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest. That would be so bad. Uh, no, it would still be funny. It's going to go on 16 again. <laughs> All right, we've got the Patriots, the Patronati, at your, I would say beloved, but maybe the team you're not happy with now, your Cowboys, uh, although it is Marv's uh, turn to pick first on this one. Oh, Pat's all the way. It's not even... Why even talk about this game, really? Is this uh, like the lock of the week? Because I need a lock of the week here. Not for this, but... Uh, this might be. I mean, in w- I, I just... I can't even fathom how. How? I can't even come well, up with the possibility. Cowboys are home. Maybe the Pats on the bye week. Maybe some of them uh, the went out and had too good of a time. Two weeks to prepare for this? Two we- yeah. Two weeks to prepare for Brandon Whedon, dude. What a- I know Bill Belichick will never do this because he doesn't... You want to have fun like this, he just wants to win, oh, on to whatever, but why not just throw Garoppolo in for this one and just make it a game? Like, have some fun. <laughs> just get a little crazy with it. Yeah, Tom will say, hey, I'm, get, I'm gonna come up compromise, I'll give you a game. Can, I gotta get down to Rio and hang out. Yeah. It's not like you can't put Brady in eventually at some point, it's not like uh, baseball or something where you, once you're out, you're out, or soccer. I mean, yeah, just start him, ah, whatever. So we all go past. Yeah, you you needed a lock for something else you said. Uh, well, so here's what it is, real quick. So I was I have a family uh, pool my uncle does where uh, it's like does, it's a bunch of different games, but one of them is always a sure winner you pick. Some people call it a suicide pool, mm-hmm. but if you remember in week two when crazy and all these huge upsets happened and almost everyone got knocked out, so then he started a sure loser pool, which we've never done before. So now I need to pick a sure loser. Mine was the Lions last week. I almost got out again. Almost Luckily, some help from the refs didn't allow that to happen. Now I'm thinking, should I go Cowboys as my sure loser this week? You can't repeat teams. The line on this is 10. That's a great idea. It could idea, be 20. I would, uh, I would advise you to, to take the Cowboys okay. this week. Yeah, I used. Uh, it started week three. I used the Bears, then I used the Lions. Now to the boys, that should be the progression. Well, the Cowboys might score some points. Uh, a lot of garbage time stuff, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. I, the Pats are going to blow the doors off. Of yeah, okay. we're going to lose by a lot of points, and I'm going to get real drunk. All right. Nice. Is that a prediction or a promise? That's a promise. Okay. <laughs> at least the second part is. All right. So last uh, later game, Broncos at Raiders. This one could be a little interesting, more so than past years, I'm thinking. Uh, I guess it's my turn to, to pick first. The in question Oakland. is, yeah, in Oakland, do I want to roll with the Raiders who couldn't beat the Bears at home, which if you're a good team now or a better team now, you think you would. But at the same time, Bears were desperate to get one win in. Uh, Derek Carr still moved the ball a little bit, so can he score enough with the Broncos? Not like the Broncos are scoring a ton this year either. They're getting some good defensive points on pick sixes and things like that. I'm sure the Broncos' defense can shut down the Raiders, so the question is going to be for me, is Peyton going to lay the egg here and not get it done? Are the Raiders going to get, and they're undefeated too, right, the Broncos? They're not going to go 16-0. 
You know what? I'm gonna roll the dice here. I'm taking the Raiders. That is just big. for because unlike Belichick, I do like to have fun. <laughs> so I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, that is bold, my friend. Do you guys that is bolder it? than the Texans pick that mm-hmm. you made earlier. I'm doing some bold picks. I, you know what? Maybe it's a little bolder, but they're both division games. Teams, even bad teams, which I don't really think the Raiders even are this year, play better against their own division. They get up for the game more. The Broncos have punished the Raiders for so long at this point. They're at home now. Car looks decent. Defense looks a little better than, even though it's still not great. At least the front seven is doing okay, and they're getting good pressure. So, although the secondary is still spotty, but man, he can't throw it down far of the field as much anymore. So maybe he can't torment that secondary as much. And I feel like they just don't pull the classic Raiders, and they do uh, get some revenge here. Are you guys against me? I am definitely, absolutely, one hundred percent against you. I think you're kind of nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Broncos have. They might have the best defense in all of football. I would say that they do. I'm going to go Broncos. It may not be as, as uh, big of a win as far as point totals because the Broncos aren't scoring as much, but that defense is legit. I could see another pick six or, you know, uh, I just think the Broncos, definitely. Someone's going to beat the Broncos this year. It is not going to be not the Raiders. The Raiders. It's going to have to be a team with, with an offense that you can trust week to week. The Pats. All right. Yes, the Pats. <laughs> This is your, your third tag team against me here. And so let's go to Sunday night. Let's go uh, Niners at Giants. We can revisit our, our previous topic of uh, pick sixes versus facial shades if we want. We probably don't sure, need to sure. do that. Yeah, I think uh, that San Francisco should just enjoy their franchise-saving uh, top three pick that's coming at the end of the year. It's not happening. I don't know if it's Cap's fault. I don't know whose fault it is. But uh, even against the Giants, I don't think they're going to be able to make anything happen on offense. Uh, who's the Niners backup QB, by the way? Is it still Blaine, Blaine Gabbert? Gabbert? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad over there. Is there even a worse backup QB in the whole NFL? Yes, his name's Brandon Wheaton. <laughs> I don't I mean, not that I would ever want to be in this position, but if, if I start an NFL franchise, they give me one. But they maybe it's like... A, a Twilight Zone type of thing that are like sure. monkey's paw type of thing where they're like, oh, you get your own franchise, but the caveat is you can only select either Blaine Gabbert or Brandon Whedon to be your franchise QB. I still think I'd probably go Whedon in this one. I'd just give the team back. He's at least no like one A game, okay? You should give it back. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to. Okay, so do you agree um, with I'm your a- boy Enam? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the Niners pull off Uh-oh. the road win. On the West Coast, uh, coming to the East Coast, it's a later game, so it's not like they got to come out for an early game, which might be a little tough. I, I think Carlos Hyde is going to do something this week. He's going to have a second really good game of the season. I, I, I got the Niners beating the Giants. Oh, boy. Yeah, when you made that pick, were you aware that the Niners were 32nd in passing yards and points for? Even if you weren't, just say yes. That's the best that, way to answer that. that. That's fine. Okay. I, I, I do I do know that their offense has been kind of weak. Well, that's an understatement. That's a, yeah, that's a better that's understatement. A, understatement. But I just don't buy the Giants yet. I don't know. I think it could be a shootout. I think this could be a, a high-scoring game, and I think the Niners will actually stay in it this time. I think you're insane, but all right. I think right. this is going to well, a shootout would be more entertaining to watch. I'm afraid we're going to be in for it. Opposite, like a low scoring, crappy, a lot of turnovers game. Giants win this one like 20 to uh, 10 type of thing, maybe. You're on the island on this one, she's head Marv. I'm going Giants as well. I guess I won't be shocked if they lose, but I'm just going to roll with them. And so let's finish it up 
Monday night with the Steelers at those are San Diego Bolts. Both teams two and two. Both teams not that impressive looking. Have a lot of problems in a lot of areas. Who is able to get it done? I got the Steelers. Uh, believe it or not, I think Michael Vick. He showed some confidence in that game against the Ravens, and the Ravens always play them tough anyway. I don't buy the Chargers defense at all. I like Lev Bell. I like Antonio Brown. I just like the pieces around Michael Vick, and that'll help him to beat the Bolts, in my opinion. So, and Antonio Brown last week had his worst game in a long time. Yeah, that was his first record finally snapped of getting 50 yards per game on like five catches or more. I think he only had like 40 some. They made that up. That's not a stat. I know it's not (laughs) a stat, but he still gets stat. But the point is, he, you know. Is he going to have two bad weeks in a row? I mean, certainly him and Vic don't have the same have the same type of connection that him and Roethlisberger have. But maybe it'll be a little better this week. I do. I am going to go agree with you and pick the Steelers here. Again, we'll be shocked if they lose. But I think both of these coaches are very questionable, Tomlin and McCoy. I don't know. I see but what I you're still doing think here. Tomlin's a little better. I see what you're doing. A reverse jinx on the whole AFC North. Am I doing did, this? Did you do oh, that? I did. I did. I picked all the teams. Oh, that, all right. Man. I see what you're doing. All right. You're calling me out here because I picked all, <laughs> all the Browns rivals in the AFC North I picked to win. I don't know. I mean, that's what happens to the AFC North. They all usually all do win. There's it's a method to his madness. All right. Are you going to be on the island on this one, uh, Enam? Yeah. I guess I'm on San Diego Island. Um, so nice Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than uh, Michael Vick at this point in their respective careers. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Philip has some receivers to work with. I think the Chargers are a weird team. I think they they played two sort of shitty games. They went one and one. They played poorly two weeks in a row. I think this is the week that they get it back on track for for at least one week. And also, if they wear those powder blue jerseys at home, there's, the Steelers have no chance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those are those are, those are good. So look sharp. What if the Steelers counter with their uh, their throwback prison get-ups? With the Bumblebee jerseys? Or the Bumblebees, yeah. Uh, then all bets are off. And Well, your, uh, well, your eyes won't know what to do. Chaos. Yeah. The chaos. <laughs> That's chaos. chaos. You better write into the league if you really want this chaos. It's just there that scene happen. from Batman. What is that? The Dark Knight Rises. Well, Hans Ward's going to yeah, show up yeah, yeah. and uh, return a kick. With the bombs going off. All right. Could happen. All right. So that's going to about do it. Let's do a quick recap on the differences. I was on the island on Thursday, Texans over Colts. I was also on the island taking the Bengals over the Seahawks and uh, taking the Raiders over the Broncos. Eric, you were only on one island. That was the Titans over the Bills where uh, Marvin, you had Bucks over Jags and Niners over Giants, which we didn't agree with. So we'll calculate this for next week. And are you guys prepared to come uh, for week six next week? Or at least to recap a pod to see who sorts this all out. I'll be ready. Absolutely. Are you and Pod now going to make up and reunite? Yeah, are you guys going to fight now? Well, I mean, we still have our other podcasts. Sure. Uh, the regular Brooklyn Rebound, you know, listen to that. It's about NBA and primarily a little Nets, all NBA talk. We also have our other podcast that's just started. Episode 2 came out recently, Pop Parallels Pod. That's all about late night comedy and women and etc. First episode was about post-apocalyptic TV and movie portrayals. It's comedy, improv, everything. It's a good pod. I don't know if I can completely abandon that, but... You know, he, he really uh, hurt me this time with his... Uh, I think he's just getting bad advice, or he, he's confused. Like, in that letter that he sent in, it was like all kinds of... Uh, he, a conspiracy and all things, like... That did sort of seem like a manifesto, yeah. I think, I don't know, he's not in a good place right now. I'm not ready to give up on him. Ready for him to start tweeting about conspiracies, too. 
We could probably look out for those tweets. Follow him at IQ Phenom. Of course, your Twitter, E-Nam. Eric is at Itchaboy on Twitter. Yeah. Spell that again for the people. At I-T-S-H-Y-A-B-O-I. He had a nice tweet about coffee earlier that I liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, do you have a Twitter, Cheesehead? I don't have a Twitter, unfortunately. I'm going to have to uh, request that you make one like, at Cheesehead Marvin now. I'm still... I act like a 68-year-old. Uh, I'm not big on technology. He's not on the my face. I'm, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I'm You're old like fashioned. one of Tom Coughlin's sons. <laughs> yeah, no, a 68-year-old who doesn't uh, get on it. Exactly. All right, well, I'm at Drew Wills, D-R-E-W-W-I-L-Z. And also, any questions or anything you want to say, hit me or Inam Podnam up at Podboys with a Z, productions at gmail.com. Look out for our pods next week and week six. Everyone enjoy football this week, and uh, peace. I know you think true and my world is lost Everything around